how you are in the world matters. Overwhelm is inevitable and optional. It's time to listen up and make it optional for you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. So how are you doing? I hope that you've had an unexpectedly lovely week. And I was going to just um, start my podcast like that and then move on to what I thought was this week's topic. And then it suddenly calls me to pause because people love it when I say unexpectedly lovely. And I do um, quite a lot of work with this as as a tiny, huge life changing practice in many ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what's really interesting is. The more I write it and the more often I say it, I notice that for me, it can quickly lose its value. And that's not good because the whole point of unexpectedly lovely is that it's unexpected. And that that means that the brain has to do some work and wake up to the loveliness around you. So I'm going to just do this whole episode on have you had an unexpectedly lovely week? Because this is really important. The week that you've just had, you'll never have again. Was it unexpectedly lovely? Well, I doubt all of it was, but very soon um, the bits that were unexpectedly lovely might have disappeared because this is just how the brain works. So um, memories are more likely to be recalled and embedded if they are of heightened emotion and particularly if they're of heightened negative emotion. And that makes sense, right? It sounds terrible. It's like, oh, my God, I'm hopeless. I can only ever remember the terrible things. I can only think about terrible things. That's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you. That makes sense. So in order for us to have learned to survive, we need to pay attention to the stuff that's dangerous. And obviously, this is a problem for happiness. So just knowing that, knowing that there's nothing wrong with you, it's not your fault. This is just a default pattern. Um, of the mind, of the brain, in order to keep you alive, to point out everything that's wrong. So, for example, this morning when I was enjoying um, another outside breakfast, because I'm taking every opportunity to eat my breakfast outside, now we actually have some beautiful weather. And I noticed as I was sitting there looking around me that there immediately my brain was or my my mind let's go with attention because brain and mind are in, interesting interesting concepts I don't want to go into at the moment so let's go with attention my attention was drawn to the negative far more than the positive so last week when I took um the opportunity to eat breakfast out time to celebrate the end of my launch I had my new pajamas on it was really sunny it was the first really warm day possibly of the year in in many respects, the bees were out and these new flowers were out. And I, I, I just was really aware of the beauty. I was really on purpose noticing the unexpectedly lovely because I'd worked really hard up and, you know, for this point. And it, I knew it was really important that I took the time. So I was actually pausing to celebrate and absorbing that feeling in my body, which is another of my tiny, huge life-changing practices and is also an episode of this podcast but what was really interesting for me this morning was I noticed that the experience was very different than that one because I didn't go outside in order to pause to celebrate which was a deliberate practice is a deliberate practice of noticing how far you've come and what that feels like and really pausing to absorb it embed it um I went outside just to eat my breakfast because I'm making a point of 
noticing sunny days and going outside. And this is what happened. First of all, my mind noticed that the chair was wet and that this could be a problem and that I might get wet and I didn't want to get wet. And it was just a heavy dew and heavy dews are great because in the summer when we have less rain, when we hope we have less rain, it's a problem because then you have to water the garden. And I've got a huge garden watering it. It's impossible to water all of it at once. So actually a heavy dew is amazing. It's this miraculous thing that comes in the night and nurtures my plants. So heavy dew is always welcome. But I was up particularly early this morning and it hadn't gone yet. So and it was I just find it really interesting that my mind automatically went to, uh oh, you're going to get wet. Maybe you should go inside rather than um, what an absolute blessing, because <laughs> the plants are going to be really happy and, and, and need less care from me today. Really interesting. Um, What's well, interesting to me, I hope it's interesting to you. I hope that you can notice what your mind does in the moment, because if we want more happiness and more joy, we have to deliberately pay attention to it. We have to welcome it into our lives. We have to get out of just paying attention to our minds and their overwhelming negativity. So anyway, I turned over the cushion and sat down and yeah, it was a bit damp, right? So I managed to get past that one. And then I was really noticing, you know, I was deliberately focusing on the omelette the colours of it, the taste of it. But I do still notice with eating, eating's a really interesting one. This is probably another podcast episode. So you spend time making something delicious and then while you're eating it, there's a rush to the end of it. There's a the eating of it is it disappearing. <laughs> the eating of it is a future thing. Oh it's gone. It's really it's really interesting how we can spend a lot of time making food and then not really tasting it. And actually even slowing down and doing it mindfully, it can be quite, I find it quite tricky. On, it's different on different days, but it's still very much a practice for me, you know. And I wasn't fully focused on eating because I was actually fully focused on noticing the difference between this breakfast and the pause to celebrate one. So I'm in exactly the same place. The The... I think there were fewer bees because it was earlier in the day, but the flowers are stunning. In fact, the flowers are more stunning than the previous week. And then my mind's doing things like this. Why, oh, why is our sun umbrella blocking my view? If only we had a different sun umbrella or I sat in a different place or the table wasn't in this orientation. It's like it's a problem to be solved. I can't see the whole of my garden really interesting. I'm in this beautiful garden, a garden I have longed for for most of my life. And my mind is noticing what's wrong, what's obstructing my view, what's wrong with the chair and the table I'm sat on. It's too damp. Really interesting. Really interesting how the same place can just be a completely different experience, which is why practicing unexpectedly lovely things is so valuable because I was able to turn it around, notice this and kind of laugh at it and and go with the, oh, well, yes, that blocks my view, but I'm outside eating my breakfast. And this is a miracle. This is amazing because the whole time that I was in my burnout phase, even though I did, I did, I mean, I wasn't like completely, it's not like a black and white situation where I was rubbish at doing this before. No, I wasn't rubbish at doing it, but it wasn't enough. I wasn't 
really listening to myself. So it's, there's a lot of shifts going on, which are very deep. But I certainly would have found it impossible to have really focused in the morning on eating breakfast outside because my mind would have been full of a very busy job. And I was often excited about the day because I had a lot of interesting challenges and responsibilities. But it, my life just wasn't set up in a way that allowed me this kind of deep practice. So the fact that I was able to sit there and be grateful just for that, for that space, and to laugh at myself, <laughs> watching my mind point out everything that was wrong, even though clearly there really wasn't anything wrong. It's like being on holiday, you know, that that pause to notice how lovely and unexpected parts of my day is. That's what happens on holiday, right? That's what we long for, that waking up in a new place and stepping out into something beautiful and saying, ah, oh, a, a a holiday breakfast it has a slowness it has a different quality to it why not bring that into your life as much as you can that's what i'm that's what i'm all about so practicing deliberately finding unexpectedly lovely things helps um, train your mind to do this and it's possible to find unexpectedly lovely things in the middle of the chaos and the overwhelm because it's such a small thing. Now, it's harder than finding something lovely, and that's deliberate. Because if you find something lovely, like my dogs are behind me now, they're lovely, but I can just go, oh, they're lovely. Rosie snoring, they're lovely. But if I deliberately turn to them and try and find something unexpectedly lovely about them, that's more effortful. And the fact that it's more effortful is good. Because it's just a little bit more effort, just makes it a little bit harder. So I highly recommend that you deliberately look for something unexpectedly lovely on the hour every hour. But also, I want to introduce the idea that at the end of your day, you write down or tell the person you love <clears throat> something unexpectedly lovely about your day. <laughs> That's making me laugh. I'm sure I used to say to my children, Tell me something interesting and or amusing about your day when kids don't want to tell you stuff about their day. How was your day? Fine. Tell me something. <laughs> God, I must be an annoying mother. Anyway, back to unexpectedly lovely. Yeah, on the hour, every hour, but also at the end of the day. And also I'm asking you right now because it's week to week between my podcasts. What has been unexpectedly lovely about the last week for you? Just allow stuff to come up. So I'm going to do a neutral noticing practice with you now. I'm, well, I'm inviting you to do one. You can do what you want, obviously. Don't do this if you're driving. And we're just going to um, get out of the head into the body to really um, notice any physical sensations to do with the memories of unexpectedly lovely things this week. Yeah. So we want to give it a go. OK, so I'm going to invite you to take all of your attention down to your feet and feel your feet on the ground. You may like to close your eyes if it's appropriate to do so. Only because it's easier. You don't have to. That's why you're not going to do it if it's not appropriate. So feel your feet on the ground. And then allow your belly to soften if it wants to. And if it doesn't. That's okay. Just notice. 
Notice how you feel. Feel your feet on the ground. Allow your belly to soften or not. Maybe allow your shoulders to move away from your ears and notice. Notice how you feel in this moment and however you feel is however you feel. Don't try to change anything. Don't try to control anything. Don't try to relax. Don't try to achieve anything at all just for a moment in your day. Just notice completely neutrally how you feel in this moment. Feel your feet on the ground. And then taking your awareness to your heart space, the centre of your chest, and notice the physical sensations in this part of the body. Just curiously, kindly, playfully. Notice how you feel in your heart. And then notice the minds, um, judgments, stories, little narration. Notice each time that you get caught up in the mind and its narration. And just bringing your awareness back to the physical sensations in your heart space. And notice how you feel. And then bringing to mind anything that was unexpectedly lovely in your week. Allow the memory to be felt in the body rather than narrated and retold in the mind. So keeping your awareness in the body, just notice how you feel in relation to the first unexpectedly lovely thing that comes to mind. Get really curious about the physical sensations of unexpectedly lovely events in your last week. And just enjoying the physical sensations of anything unexpectedly lovely that comes up. So you don't need to remember everything, it doesn't matter. Just allowing a noticing, a drawing attention to unexpectedly lovely things of the last week, just for a moment in your day, retraining your brain to notice the unexpectedly lovely that has already gone. And then when you're ready without any hurry at all, opening your eyes and then pausing before doing, notice how you feel, completely neutrally. And then go about your day and have another unexpectedly lovely week and I will see you next week. To find out more about my tiny huge life changing practices please visit www.heidimark.co.uk